BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Getting a few cans for the weekend. Ask for Irish beer. Ask for Rascals. Rascals Brewing Company. We're a family-run brewery in Inchicore, Dublin. We love brewing beer. It's what we're good at. Flavor-driven, taste-driven, hop-driven. Our Happy Days Pale Ale won a gold medal at the 2020 World Beer Awards. We're available nationwide with a modern beer style for every taste. So, ask for Irish beer, ask for Rascals. Over 18s only. Please enjoy Rascals beer responsibly. At Toyota, we set our sights on creating a car that looks good, feels good, but does even more good. One that feels even more exciting, even more energetic, even more electric, without ever needing to be plugged in. Challenge accepted. The all-new self-charging hybrid electric Yaris. Contact your dealer today about flexible payment options and see just how affordable the new Yaris is. Toyota. Built for a better world. Frankie? But what's going to happen to Marco? He's okay. He might even have a fatal accident. 
don't tell you. Look, Alan, there's nothing very difficult about it. Look, I've got to put it in words of one syllable, all right. If DeMarco was murdered, Frank would be the number one suspect. And after the cops got through with him, that would leave us free to do what we wanted. You don't know what you're saying. Oh, it's the only way we'd never have to worry again. Now, DeMarco got an apartment at the Chelsea Arms. He'll be there tomorrow night, and so will you. Only you'll be carrying a 38 police special. I won't do it. You claim you love me. You know I do. If you don't do as I ask, you'll never see me again. Now, make up your mind, honey. Gonna let a little murder stand in your way? Three hours after the murder of Sam DeMarco, my door buzzer sounded off, and when I answered it, 
There's Sid Trouble with a capital G. Hello, Mike. Well, if it isn't Frank Marshall. Isn't it awful? Come in. Thanks. You, uh, you another drink, Sandy. The bottle of bourbon to look from the bar. Help yourself. Better take it easy, Marshal. <laughs> you don't know how I mean it, sir. I've got a small idea. I've been listening to the radio. Then you know I'm hot. Yeah, you got the thermometer held in Jaja and Porfirio. They got a tri-state alarm out. I didn't kill San Marco. You lost on a big bet to you. Yeah, and your racket letting a man get away with that could ruin your business. That doesn't mean a thing. It does when they find your gun next to his body and a button off your coat in his hand. What about the bellboy? What bellboy? The kid from the Chelsea Arms. He identified you from one of your pictures as the man who asked him for DeMarco's room number. I tell you, it's a frame. Why did you come here? They can nail me for harboring a fugitive, and that means my license. Okay, Mike. Sorry I bothered you. Wait a minute. You say this is a frame? I swear it. If you're lying to me, Marshal... I give you my word. Wouldn't I be a sap to let anybody see me going into DeMarco's room? That's what I was thinking. Sounded like the killer went out of his way to be spotted. And while I might buy that button they found in DeMarco's hand, when you add it to the other things like the gun, it's too much. Can you believe me? You're staying here, aren't you? Thanks, pal. I won't forget to give it. You got any idea who might be behind this routine? Nope. Well, obviously, it had to be somebody who could pass for you. Now... Who do you know about your size? Oh, a hundred guys. Name one. Well, Steve Burns. Where can I find him? He's out on the coast. Well, that's a big help. Got any further nominations? I tell you, there's a million guys. I'm still waiting for number two. Well, uh, Alan Crane. Who's he? A guy who used to work for me. Did you fire him? Yes, he didn't have nerve enough for the business. Well, then, Mr. Crane sounds like a likely suspect. Oh, you're out of your mind. Alan's yellow. He'd never have enough guts to pull a deal like this. You ever heard a story of a worm that turned? Where does Alan Crane live? At the Kenyon. Okay. Sit tight till you hear from me. With a little luck, it'll be real soon. All right, Buster. What's on your mind? You talking to me? That's right. I understand you wanted to see me. You're Alan Crane? No, I'm his fellow order. Well, it was Alan I wanted to see. Any idea where I can find him? What's your name? Mike Waring. You're a private dick, aren't you? That's right. What do you want with Alan? You just want to talk to him. About what? It's a personal matter. That tells me a lot. It tells you all you have to know. Look, Waring, I asked you something. And I answered you. I suppose you answer me. You got any ideas where I can locate him? No, but let me give you a little tip. Don't search too hard. Who knows? You might find something you're not looking for. <laughs> It's me, Walter. Open up. Hi. Shut the door. I, uh, I ran into Harold Plant. He said you wanted to see me. What have you been up to these past few days? Nothing. Why was Mike Waring asking about you? Who? Mike Waring is a private dick. They call the Falcon. Don't ask me. Well, who am I going to ask? You still seeing Frank Marshall's wife? No. You better not if you want to stay in one piece. I swear I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, I guess you are. Come to think of it, I saw a couple of times last week at the Wamba Room with Charles Montaigne. Who? Charles Montaigne. The guy Winchell called the latest in French heels. You're lying. Okay, I'll show you the collar. No, I mean about Joyce and Miss Montaigne. Why would I want to do that? Because you know... What? You just told me you packed her in. Yes, but if she's going with this man... I'm going to get a straight answer if I have to tear you apart. Are you still seeing that day? Let me alone. 
She's been using you for any dirty work. Let go of me, Walter. I'm old enough to take care of myself and Mrs. Marshall, too. Hello, Joyce. Alan, what are you doing here? I have a secret. Oh, that was smart, with a cop hanging around outside. I couldn't help myself. I got worried. What's there to worry about? You don't understand. I killed a man. Shut up. I did it for you, Joyce. That's right. Blame me. No, I didn't mean it like that. You know, there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you. Then why don't you stop talking so much? Joyce, there's something I've got to ask you. What? Do you know a man named Montaigne? Montaigne? Charles Montaigne. No. Are you sure? What is this, a third degree? I just heard that you'd been seen places with him. Whoever told you that is a liar. That comes from an awfully good source, Joyce. My brother, Walter. He claims he saw the two of you at the Warumba room. Are you going to take that sneak's word against mine? He says he's seen you several times. Well, maybe he has. Joyce. Why, you sniveling fool. Use your head. What can any woman with blood in her veins see in a man like you? You were only using me. What are you going to do about it? You're a murderer, Alan. Don't say that. Well, that's what you are. It was your idea. You're in this as deep as I am. If I went to the police, they'd... Shut your mouth. Now, you get out of here before I really lose my temper. Get it, Alfie. Is Alan Crane in? Yeah, who wants to know? Oh, hello, Sergeant. Isn't this a little off your beat? Oh, hiya, Mike. You know the rest of the boys. Sure. Hi, Artie. Hi, Dick. What goes on here? What would be your guess? Now, look, Corbett, you don't have to be a brain to figure out what plays when you find half the homicide division here. Where's Crane? They took him down the morgue about five minutes ago. What happened? What didn't? Someone got sore and took the old blunt instrument to him. <laughs> Should have seen his face. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, just as well. All right, all right, you guys. How about getting back to work? What'd you want with Crane anyway? I just wanted to talk to him. Yeah, about what? Various things. Like why he was afraid of Frank Marshall? Listen, Sergeant Marshall had no part in this deal. How would you know? Because I've known the man for years. Well, he's changed. He's killed crazy, Mike. He killed Sam DeMarco and Alan Crane. Why should he? DeMarco Welsh on a bet. What about Crane? Well, he was playing around with Mrs. Marshall. Who says so? I do. Crane kept a diary. And when you can spare a week for some light reading, I'll let you take a peek at it. I tell you, you're barking up the wrong tree. I can prove that Marshall had nothing to do with it. Well, I'd like to see you. All right. What time did Crane die? About a half an hour ago. Give or take a couple of minutes. Okay. Marshall's at my place. What? Now, keep your shirt on. I can prove it's a frame. Who are you calling? My apartment. If Marshall killed Crane a half hour ago, he wouldn't be at my place. It would take him at least an hour and a quarter to get there from here. And you think... I told you what I think. It's a frame. Yeah, but we I found... don't care what you found. Marshall couldn't have done this. Well? There's no answer. Well... There goes the ball game. Yes? Hello. You're Joyce Marshall, aren't you? You're another one of those cops? Not exactly. My name is Mike Waring. Oh. You're the one they call the Falcon. Frank often spoke of him. Can I come in? Sure. Sit down. Thanks. 
Uh, can I offer you anything? I'll settle for a little information. You know, Frank's in a bad spot. The police think that he killed San DeMarco. You don't have to tell me. I always warned Frank that crazy temper of his would get him into trouble. You want to be careful when you make statements like that, lady. That's the kind of thing that can put a rope around your husband's neck. Oh, did I say something wrong? Look, Angel, let's stop trying to kid each other. Suppose I told you that Alan Crane was dead. Is that a fact? Yes. So he killed himself? Who said he did? Well, naturally, it's good. That's not safe when a man's had his face bashed in with a ball bat. Who did it? Frank? Why should he? Oh, I thought they might have had a disagreement over business or something. You sure it wasn't over you? <laughs> really, Mr. Waring? That's the funniest thing I've heard in years. The cops think you were in love with Crane. Well, don't I look all broken up over his death? Yeah, I can see I made a mistake. A bad one. And now, if you don't mind, would you please go? I've had a very exhausting day, and you've done nothing to improve it. Well, I told you you'd be wasting your time with that Marshal Dane Mike when I lay my hands on her. You'll know no more than you do now. Frank Marshall didn't kill Sam DeMarco and Alan Crane. Well, if Marshall's innocent, why didn't he get himself up? Because he knew you'd never believe him. Listen, Sergeant, you're proceeding in the wrong theory. Oh. Now, suppose Joyce Marshall wanted to get rid of her husband. Then why didn't she shoot him and be done with it? Because she would have been the most obvious suspect. She'd have grabbed her five minutes after the kill. Oh, it was much safer to frame Frank into the chair. Do you think she and Crane killed DeMarco? Right. Well, then riddle me this. After they get all through, why should she kill her boyfriend? If Dane's crazy enough about a guy, she ain't going to knock him off later. Wait a minute. Maybe Alan Crane was just a stooge. Suppose there was another man in the background. You mean they were using Crane as a pastor? Yeah. Well, how are you going to find out who this third party is? Well, there's two ways to do that, Sergeant, and I prefer the easy one. Let's go up and ask her. Here's where we get off. Okay. <clears throat> you can go back to headquarters, Lewis. I won't be needing the car for a while. Hiya, Sergeant. Oh, hello, Al. Mike, meet Officer Burke. Hi, Officer. How do you see you? Anything new, Burke? No, sir. I was just going off duty. Where's the relief? Yeah, what relief, sir? Well, you know you're not supposed to go off your tour until you replace. Well, I thought this case was in the back. Well, who told you that? Mr. Marshall. What? Well, he went inside about 15 minutes ago. Oh, you blithering idiot. Easy, Corbett. Listen, Burke, you say Frank Marshall's in there? That's right, sir. You didn't stop him? Well, he had a safe conduct pass signed by the commissioner. Well, it was a phony. Well, how should I know that? Why didn't you check with your priest? Come on, Corbett, we're wasting time. I'll talk to you later, Burke. Where are your keys? Maybe this lady ought to burn. Yeah. You see him? No. Maybe they're in one of the other rooms. What's this lead to? The living room, if I remember. Okay, stand back. I'll give you the word. Open the door and get down. Now. All right, Marshal, get him up. Well, wouldn't you know it? Nobody there? Only Mrs. Marshal, and she don't count. He's dead. Let me buy. I'd better call the coroner.
moment, we'll return to the adventures of the Falcon. But first, now back to the adventures of the Falcon. Sergeant Corbett made with the telephone, I went on a safari through the apartment. It didn't take long. How'd you make out, Mike? There's no one on the house. You know there's a back entrance to this place? Well, there is. Right off the kitchen. Well, then that explains how Marshall got out. I guess so. What'd you find out about her? She was strangled. That's a switch. Yeah. I'll say one thing for your friend, Mike. He's a versatile boy. He killed the marker with a gun. I still say he didn't. All right, all right. I'll even grant you that. Suppose Joyce here and Alan Crane murdered DeMarco. That gives Marshall a better motive. He found out what his wife and her boyfriend were up to, so he killed them both. And where does Charles Montaigne fit in? Charles Montaigne? Who's he? I found these letters from him to Joyce and her vanity. Oh, hot stuff? Hotter and hot. Okay. I'll arrange to have him picked up for questioning. But why don't you come clean, Mike? What do you mean? I got an idea you know where I can find Frank Marshall. Maybe I do. All right, Sergeant. Get me a phone book. How much further do we go? Just another flight. Another? Well, you said you wanted to kill her. Uh, how do I know this ain't a rib? You have to take my word for it. What makes you think we'll find my party here? It's the only logical place for him to hide out. Tell me why a man who's wanted by the police takes a chance on flashing a phony pass 
when he could have avoided trouble by going in the back way. So he wanted us to think that Marshall was still alive. Right. And then Crane was the one who killed Joyce Marshall, too. Yep. Must have found out that she was using him for a fall guy. Well, only goes to show you. <laughs> Never can count on the word in that term. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. Uh, if I don't want to get killed, I better be at home. <laughs> Little woman's waiting. Give her my love, Corbett. Yeah, well... Oh, incidentally, Mike. Mm-hmm. You ever give any thought to settling down? What do you mean? Well, you know, you know, get married, go home at night to a loving wife. Oh, that's not for me, Fran. From what I saw tonight, that marriage stuff is murder. Good night, Sergeant. via your smart speaker. A wonderful hands-free experience, leaving you more time to unwrap a miniature whisper. Pick up a box of Cadbury Heroes today. Stay at home and share them with your family or friends. Sometimes it's the little things that bring us together. This November, you can explore exciting new places without opening your front door. All you have to open is a book. The MS Readathon is back, and this year everybody can get involved. Children and grown-ups, book clubs and schools. It's the perfect antidote to the long winter evenings. And by joining in, you'll help make a difference to the lives of those living with multiple sclerosis. Sign up now at msreadathon.ie and go on a million epic adventures for one incredible cause. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.